Hello and welcome to another episode of Shuffling Notes where we discuss songs, albums, artists and all things music. I'm your co-host Prankit. I'm your co-host Razi. And today we're going to be talking about an Icelandic post-rock band called Sigur Rós and specifically uh, their album known as the Bracket album or the Untitled album or just Brackets. Or the album. <laughs> or the album. I think they also call it, I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's like Svigaplatten. Uh, I don't know if that's the right pronunciation, but it's uh, it just translates as the Bracket album. Um, so Sigur Ross, yeah, yeah, basically. So Sigur Ross, if you're not familiar, is sort of very sort of experimental uh, uh, rock. Well, I guess that's post rock sort of band, and they have a very unique um, instrumental musical style that sort of involves like bold guitars um, and something called an ebo. And um, the the singing as well is sort of very unique. It's sort of done in a falsetto voice. And uh, the band itself has this language that they've titled uh, Hopelandic. Uh, originally, I think Vonlenska is is the word um, in in Icelandic. And it's it's very interesting because it doesn't really have any like semantic meaning. It's just sort of uh, it, it it resembles Icelandic, I believe, in like the phonology. Um, but it's very much its own thing. And this album specifically, I think all the tracks are in this sort of Hopelandic album. Um, the band uh, comprises of uh, John C on the vocals, guitars, keyboards, uh, Carton, who's uh, keyboards and guitar, George, bass guitar, keyboards, and something called a glockenspiel. Uh, it's a, sort of a bell instrument, um, almost like a xylophone, it sounds, I think. And then Ori on drums. So I don't know if the pronunciations of the names are correct. John C, I know people call him John C, so I know that one's correct. Uh, but Razi, you are the one who sort of introduced me to their music. And actually, I don't think I've ever asked you, like, how did you come across this sort of almost, I want to say like peculiar and like very much niche sort of band? Um, so my brother introduced me to this uh, Heather. Uh, he was the one who introduced me to untitled six like he i remember this very clearly it was back in uh, um, 2014 15 um and he asked me to like play this right this song called untitled oh and um, then i played it and i i like i was not at all in the zone of uh cigarettes music at the time I yeah. how old how long ago was this? Two thousand fourteen or fifteen, some somewhere. Oh, it's not that. too long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I well, I say not too long, but what two thousand fourteen was like eight years ago now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, continue. But, like um, then I played I played the song hesitantly. I remember this. I remember yeah. this incident very clearly. Like the first time I was introduced yeah. to this. I this. He was playing my song and he asked me to change it. Hence, I was like hesitant to change it. But yeah. when I played this the first time and then found like he was there with me at the time in my room and uh, he then I found myself listening to the song over and over on repeat, like when he wasn't there as well. Yeah. And then yeah. I thought like, oh, let's explore let's just take the whole album out because the song's so good. The album should be yeah. good too. And yeah. that's when I just, then, you know, the philosophy of um, the vocals being and um, then like, you know, them, them creating this language and just like, mm -hmm. as I went deeper into the rabbit hole, it's, it just went. Yeah. Uh, like I, I also sort of, enveloped myself across music and, yeah. and John C. It's, it's very voice. much like I think it, it takes you on a journey and you kind of yeah. want to dive deeper and deeper into this music especially I guess um, if not you if you're, you're not used to this sort of music and I wasn't certainly as well when I think I first heard them. I remember I sent the album I sent this album to you and you downloaded mm -hmm. the whole discography 
and you just told me yeah, like i was i was like very oh, uh, into it <laughs> Yeah. Um and it's interesting cuz I think it was this album, right? The Bracket album I think was was probably the first one that even I got exposed to. So. Um and so yeah, it's say so this album is is the th- their third full-length album, first released in October 2002, which was 20 years ago. Um and it com- it comprises of eight uh, sort of yeah. <laughs> so uh, it comprises of eight tracks, eight untitled uh, tracks and I guess the album in a way it's sort of divided into two parts where like the first four tracks are a bit sort of more optimistic and lighter in tone and a bit shorter while uh, the last four are sort of much longer and there's sort of a melancholic quality to them and uh, I guess the two halves are also sort of divided by a, a 36 second silence um in the album and it's something I noticed when listening to this album like back to back but it sort of starts off with this like clicking and and static noise of like a vinyl and it also ends on that um but ironically i i i so i looked into it and and apparently on the actual vinyl um because it's it's actually i think i think there's like four vinyls and like each vinyl has two songs or something like that so it doesn't end up being like that on the actual vinyl record oh. even though digitally they made it sound like you know it starts off with like a vinyl sound ends after four tracks and then you put you then you play the second side basically um some something along those lines but yeah so yeah it's 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 uh, this i think this album particularly is quite interesting i know the previous album uh was was a big hit and i think that was the one that really brought them a bit more into the limelight i guess um and yeah 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 it's the one with that little uh sort of womb yeah Yeah. baby graphic fetus and i think john yeah the the fetus photo of the fetus uh, yeah the, yeah yeah the... exactly i think you have a t-shirt of that don't you yeah. <laughs> um but yeah and uh, so so i think john c uh, spoke about this particular album the bracket album and the way he put it was that this is sort of slightly like less polished than it, than the previous album um and i think he he sort of uh the quote i have is like it's much more bare and alive and there are far fewer little slick things and much less sweet stuff so it's it's sort of more raw music yeah. i mean interestingly this album did take much longer to record than their previous album but i think what he means is that i guess there was less thought if there was any in the previous album put into like how this is going to sound to an audience perhaps in terms of oh that albums the songs need to have a positive vibe or they need to sound uplifting i think this was this album particularly is more them just sort of going at it and just creating sound which i guess is music <laughs> right so i i will just say this like uh, as i mentioned uh, in 2014 15 is yeah. when i entered when i got introduced six and in the album and uh, yeah. well then i had my you know life incident happen <laughs> uh, <laughs> where i was suggested i was medically suggested yeah. to listen to white music and i had just like white noise before yeah. that incident i had um, like you know just gotten into this band and the mm. the who were they called urologists were yeah. said that this is what white music is you know that yeah. it's calm soothing this is what you uh, melancholic to. music so you can say you were prescribed your... cigaros by the doctors <laughs> pretty much pretty much um and and then <laughs> i just so since 2000 since my life incident in 2015 um which mm-hmm. was 7 years ago <laughs> news flash <laughs> yeah um i like i have listened to this album positively nearly every night since 2015 mm-hmm. and i still do and i still will yeah <laughs> cuz yeah it's just a part of your life it's, now it's <laughs> uh, um i don't know yeah. it it helps me it uh, so i i also sort of you know i i mentally have trained myself mm-hmm. to this album to be able to relax by the second or third song yeah 
by relax i mean if i'm sleep i sleep if i'm to relax i'm if i'm sitting down and i listen to the album i am like i'm just recharging myself and by the eighth track i yeah. if i'm sleeping i will wake up if i am um, uh, like just recharging myself then i'm recharged like i've i've like trained my mind mm. to be able to like yeah you like programmed I, according I know, to the album i know the notes the music the rhythm the flow yeah. and it's it's like you just mm-hmm. you know like just flowing in it yeah go with the flow and yeah. uh, it's been yeah it's, it's uh, so again uh, i i have done my research back in those days in those years but um i didn't do specific research for this episode but i've got like my insights uh, but you you know by heart yeah, by this like point all, I, all the all the tracks just, yeah um, as we go through yeah. it we go. but i i'm actually interested to know another perspective because sure i've heard this yeah i don't think we've spoken about cigaros that much even though we listen to it a lot we have listened to um, it and we have with each other it, i think we haven't discussed we haven't no no we haven't uh, spoken like discussed cigaros because it is the sort of music that i think you just sit down and you listen and you absorb it rather than like talk True. about it you know it is that sort of it's the white <laughs> yeah. noise um so it'll be an interesting one but yeah i did do some <laughs> research <laughs> and particularly i was trying to i was i was looking into also like you know how how or why they're all like called okay. entitled or why are they all, tra- but all tracks but they they are titled right i found this quote the, like, from the track is called why there's Baca, unofficial names there's, yeah no no savlon yeah. Get, yeah. getting okay. getting ahead of it rosy <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go through it one by one <laughs> Um but yeah so I I found a quote by uh, the the sort of the guitarist um or keyboardist uh, is like Carton or, or Charton I'm not sure how his name is pronounced but the quote I have is like he said he we didn't want to put titles on the record just because there are supposed to be titles on the record um and that that really is the quote I have <laughs> so I guess it was again one of those things where if you go back to what I was saying about this album sounding yeah. more raw um again they didn't want to put thought into well you know it has to sound like this or people need to have you know tracks need to have titles um and they kind of just did their thing um and uh, interestingly like when you buy the album it comes with like a booklet with like 12 blank pages i have that uh where you're supposed to sort of i guess yeah create well, your own you interpretations it'll be there in the draw. house somewhere yeah, yeah, oh yeah. you left it here yeah 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 okay <laughs> <laughs> I should have I should have uh that, that was that was actually the, the special gift to me um just because I was I was I like crazy about the album and I had just yeah. started being crazy about yeah. the album yeah yeah that's that's one uh, CD that's never going to go away even though it's a CD <laughs> yeah yeah it's very again it's very ingrained yeah. into you um And I guess one other thing to mention is this is the first album to actually feature Ori as as yeah. the drummer. Um I think he replaced uh, the previous drummer whose name I'm not even going to try and pronounce. Um <laughs> So yeah, I unless you have anything to add, uh, we can just sort of jump into it track by track. Uh, there's one um uh like one one uh, fun fact I know is that the drama yeah. i don't know if this one or the older one uh was mm-hmm. basically told to just you know like he doesn't he doesn't know how to drum he was he was just told oh, to like you know uh, feel the rhythm and do it so like that's that's how they and that's how they they have this very yeah. unusual beats to their songs in in this mm-hmm. album as well as others like it's a i mean it's mm-hmm. rhythmic sure it's got a pattern to it but it's uh, yeah. i mean it's not the general uh, rock or as as the band is post rock uh, music yeah. Yeah, drum yeah. drum beat that you have yeah. like that that's not what it is yeah. yeah the rhythms are quite unique i think excellent so uh, yeah let's let's mm-hmm. just dive into it so the first track is called untitled one <laughs> <laughs> Um but the nickname of the track is uh, Vaka which is the name of Ori's daughter mm. and um 
yeah, this track also has a music video. I don't know if you've seen that. There's like a very eerie uh, music video I found, which is basically like school kids. It starts off and there are like school kids leaving the school and then when they leave the school, outside it's like this post-apocalyptic world and they're wearing gas masks and it's like red skies yeah, I, and ash falling. It's a very I eerie I, video. I think, I, I mean, if I watched the video, I might have. Um, yeah. Like a while back, I'm yeah. Sure. Um, but yeah, I guess as we mentioned before, right, the track starts off with that sort of static sound and distortion uh, of like a vinyl track playing. Um, but I mean, right off, I guess the intro is like such a trip. Um, you've got all those like background sounds that to me, they almost sound like, you know, like a kettle boiling, like the ones that with the whistle. Um, and you've got all that sort of ambient music and sounds like building up into music like sound converting into music as it starts uh, but to me like it just immediately sort of traps you into like this is going to be a different type the of journey the chords are so uh, right. like I, I don't know like the, the pace of the chords is so uh, correctly yeah. done the, like as it begins and then yeah. you know like the whole uh, the whole first track it's, it's a long track as well I think yeah. eight minutes nine minutes uh, it's about six, yeah. six and a half minutes, but fairly yeah. long going and, by like uh, standard track length. You know, like it starts off with this, like there's a there's a journey as I'm explaining, like I've, I've done that journey yeah. a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it starts off with this, mm -hmm. you know, setting up stage with the uh, piano chords. That's how the song starts. Mm -hmm. And then those chords like uh, yeah. from 225 onwards, like that's where yeah. vocals act as the instrument is where is where I mean, is what they try as well uh, like yeah. you know like adding the vocals um, as mm -hmm. part of the instrument and then towards the end of four big four minutes uh, or like the beginning of five uh, there's like the, the music sort of grows further like these are the stages that it's going mm -hmm. through and um, then, yes. then at this adds like I think there's uh, there's piano, there's vocals, there's uh, I think a little bit of violin. I think that's the so it's interesting because they use this uh, guitar technique the, as well wow, where they have yeah, like a yeah. ebow. Yeah, but it's like an electric yeah. like device uh, that you just John kind C of hold on the string and it just sustains concert, it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's it's. I think it might be that as well. It's difficult to tell apart the sound sometimes. And when they play it live, they like I, I it's for some of the tracks and not this one, but some of the other ones. I tried to watch the live version to try and see how they create the sound, but then they always slightly change it in the live version depending what instruments they have at hand. So it's like I can't say that oh this is how they did it on the album because even, that's how they're doing the, it live because they the do live change it up. That we went for uh, John C was like he was. Uh, yeah, he was the making the music like he was uh, adding, editing, and yeah. um, adding his sounds as the background echoes and stuff like on stage. Yeah. And uh, while yeah. the band was doing its its uh, purpose on stage, yeah, like their own, yeah. Um, but uh, what one of the things in this track is like I think when I first heard it, and and maybe a few times after that, I didn't know you know what language it's in or anything. So to me, I always like heard words, English words okay. in this track. And particularly, you sat along the fire, you saw the lion. I don't know why, I just hear that. Like, you know, like, sat along It does the sound fire. like that, yeah. You saw the But, yeah, it, it's just, it's, it, I thought it was a little uh, but, fun fact. But like, the graphs <laughs> um, of the whole track is, if you look at it as a, you know, like a yeah. cinematic journey, maybe. So the graph goes like starting yeah. from the piano, adding instrument, adding another instrument, adding more mm. layers of instruments and like yeah. harmonies and, you know, like a yeah. ambience sort of feeling. And mm. then it goes back yeah. to the piano chords where it ends and goes into the yeah. next track. Like, yeah. you know, that's that's how it sort of yeah. plays out. It's it's sort of like a build up, and I think it's not necessarily like a build up to a loud yeah. climax, but it's yeah. like a journey, and then it ends just like optimistic uh, as well. Another interesting thing is like this. this optimistic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and this track. So 
the notes of, of a lot of these tracks I made before knowing like the nickname of the track or, you know, like Vaka in this case. Uh, but to me, like whenever I heard this track, so a lot of the other Sigaros tracks, they always sort of, to me, when I close my eyes, when I'm listening, they remind me of landscapes or some places that I've visited or been to or some journey Iceland that I was on, like specific place, ones. So but that's where the this track, <laughs> yeah, but this particular track, whenever I heard it, this, for some reason, it didn't evoke that feeling yeah. of a landscape, but this evoked more of a memory of a person and no particular person, almost you could call it like a made up fictional mm. memory. But whenever I hear it, it's almost like you're trying to, you're remembering something from a different life. Like there's a quality to it, to me, that that rather than a landscape or some sort of, you know, that sort of visual um, uh, reaction, I get more of like, as if like you, you're trying to remember or recall something from your childhood or like, you know, like that type of innocence to the sound. Yeah, um, um, reverie kind of feeling like, you know, like you, you sort of go in a yeah. reverie. And that's why I was so, yeah, and that's why I, when I learned that it's called Vaka, which is the name of mm -hmm. Uri's daughter, I was like, that actually kind of is like how I was imagining it, like that childhood memory or memory of a kid or like a childhood friend that you had that you don't even remember anymore. But then, you know, you have a dream. And that's the other thing. It's like waking up from a dream, the sound. It's like you, you wake up to the sound of that, you know, what I call yeah. kettle boiling. And it just evokes like you had a dream of someone you forgot about. Is is the feeling I get? It's very, very unique. It is, and uh, it's. I mean, okay, we we'll, like we'll discuss. Like, I have more points which sort of yeah, uh, are spoken for all the tracks, but they're mm -hmm. like um, sort of highlighted. I in, see. So more in like the conclusion. No, they're part. like highlighted yeah. in a few other tracks. So like, I'll talk about it. Okay. Yep. Save it for then. Um, well, uh, speaking of the tracks, the second track is called Untitled. The nickname is uh, Firsta, Firsta, not sure how you pronounce it, but it means first. Um, and I think this also sort of starts off with, I'm going to call it kettle boiling sounds. Um, however, this one is sort of accompanied by like this strange distortion at the beginning. Like you're tuning so into the radio. The intro of this of. track, I... yeah. So, but but it sounds it sounds very similar to the intro mm -hmm. of the previous track, but more like ominous yeah, to me. Maybe. Like there's like a strange, yeah. There's like a strange uh, presence yeah, in there right. in the beginning, which I think not disturbing, but it does it does give you a completely different feeling like you don't feel like you woke up from a dream for example it gives me a very different vibe um in general right but i'd say like this track compared to the previous one you do start to see like a semblance of what like a track is generally like like you've got some rhythm got, right some drums, some drums is when you have this, like a yeah, bit of guitaring introduced in this one and and yeah it's right, sort of yeah. like and you got like the guitaring playing and the falsetto singing, but it sounds more like what a song yeah. would sound, uh, and not just ambient noises. Yeah, it's right? got it's got a beat to it as well as the rhythm. So as a as a yeah. dance, like it it tunes you into this melodious beginning, which uh, you mm -hmm. know now has introduction of beats, and then there's like a sound of an instrument softly coming, and. That yeah. sound, that sound is the vocals mm -hmm. I'm uh, talking about. Like they like softly come into it, and then yeah, they they trying the to settle, tell you something. Uh, pitch, yeah. Maybe something like keep strong and keep yeah. holding on, and yeah. um, then yeah. like the you know like the guitar softens in between, and like this there's like the yeah. this chemical mix of instruments that that they use yeah. like in different uh, manners. Mm -hmm. I would say like. Yeah, I mean, the guitaring in this one specifically is very interesting to me because it's like, it's very simplistic in the sense of like, you've got these notes mm -hmm. repeating almost from a chord, but it's not like it misses out some notes. And like, if you're not listening very carefully, I feel like your brain almost like plugs yeah. in those notes by itself. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you see a picture and there's something missing, but your brain okay. fills it in. They do that with the guitar and if you're paying attention to it, you're like, wait, this doesn't sound like the song. This sounds like they're only playing, playing half the notes. 
but it's because you don't realize they're actually missing notes out in between. It's difficult to explain, okay. but it's like if you pay attention consciously to that yeah. guitar riff or those notes being repeated over and over, it's the same pattern, but your brain, I think, fills that pattern out a bit more when it's hearing yeah. these other sounds. And I think this track in that sense is one of the, for me on this album, I think it's like, you could say the, mo the simplest, but I think a better word would be like the most like subtle song on the album like some of the things are very subtle like these notes being missing and it's all it's the same sort of rhythm looping over and over right it's building up but it's looping and it's it's just it's it's simple and subtle but it's interesting like the way they've put it together complexity and simplicity true yeah that's uh, that's quite interestingly right. uh, like again I, that's that's a new perspective that I was also looking for, mm -hmm. you know, because I've enjoyed the album over and over, but I yeah. wanted to, you know, know. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I could bring something to the table, <laughs> Razi. <laughs> Doing your bit. <laughs> you know, also, it's crazy to think like these tracks, like especially these two and, and this one. It's like it's not like you're listening to a standard track where you have like a verse and a chorus and a bridge. Like you don't really have that type of song structure. It's just it's just a journey. It's music, but without the traditional structure. I mean, it's um, the uh, how do I explain it? It's like the ambience. the The sounds are so like much an ambience. Yeah. Like they sort of uh, as you progress into the song, they sort of get to yeah. both your ears. If like, for example, listening on headphones, yeah, you'll be like completely surrounded in yeah. the middle of the track maybe at the end of the track and mm -hmm. like and then they leave you in this mm -hmm. complete sudden sort of yeah uh, unexpected yeah. turn and uh, yeah. or in in the in the case of this album they sort of transition into the right into the next song mm -hmm. like at least for the first songs and then the first song yeah the next track is titled untitled <laughs> and unofficially called uh, Sam's Katie, um, which means sort of seam or joint. Another translation I found was like attachment, which I feel like might make more sense. Um, and I think this track starts off quite a bit differently than the first two. It's almost like, you know, you're hearing like this organ uh, playing and there's, there is some static uh, and ambient sort of distortion almost with it. Um, but it does start differently and then you get that beautiful piano riff like it's just that is all you need that piano yeah. riff it's just so unique and um, yeah just amazing so like right? I've, as I've uh, perceived it is uh, it yeah. start off, starts off with the, an organ sound uh, which goes on for a minute mm -hmm. and like exactly yeah. then there's like a huge array of thoughts like, yeah. uh, and yeah. thoughts that you can look back to and cherish, which you were just also mentioning mm -hmm. for the second song. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. you know, the, the yeah. tune... For the first well, song, yeah. actually, yeah. But, but, like, you know, the the theme yeah. is followed through, or I saw it, like, the tune taking you yeah. forward and backward with the, you know, those... The, this, you know, yeah. it's like the chords are playing with them, with themselves, like, you know, running after yeah. each other and it just keeps on going you, higher Yeah, the notes, higher. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very playful. That's a good and, way to put uh, it, yeah. And I think after, like a minute after the minute is when the song intensifies further and further with adding violins. And, yeah. Um, around, yeah, around 3.30 yeah. it adds violins. And uh, then, you know, like there's, there's this... Um, at the end of the song, which where the notes are ending it's like the notes aren't yeah the notes aren't ending it's like running out of fuel because they're, they're playing it to the end mm -hmm. of the song to the last second of the song like the yeah. notes are like going softer yeah. it's like softer, they're getting tired softer, almost. but yeah. like they're, they're still going yeah. on like so i i could just relate it or could like uh, compare it to having thoughts like you mm -hmm. know it, it helps balance yeah. my thoughts 
song There's like it almost sounds like a voice but it's I think it's like an again that ebo guitar thing or violin or there's some sort of electronic music playing but then I on the left side uh there's also like there's like these um again I it's like the ebo on the on the guitar it's like playing these rhythms and if you notice like towards the middle section or like the second half of the song there's the loud music right it almost sounds like horns or like some brass instrument playing right but it's actually the, or like bagpipes almost sounds like bagpipes but it's the electric guitar with the ebo and if you listen carefully it's i think it's the same sound that plays from before it's just slowly getting louder and louder and louder until it becomes so loud it almost sounds like the bagpipes like the you know that loud electronic and electric part of the song and that build up is very unique cuz you don't notice it when you're listening you just think like oh where this where did this yeah. instrument come from or where did this sound come from but it's been playing all along just very it's just very low volume so you hardly hear it and then it just builds up and that's almost like i i want to say like the climax or that main sort of uh, part of 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 the song which is sort of loud and then there's also this um I I think I don't know how to pronounce it glockenspiel or or whatever it's like a bell instrument that I think plays along like specifically at like the 5 minute 23 second mark it's very light but it sort of accompanies the piano notes a little bit um and it again produces this very interesting sound I've got to say this track may be my favorite track off the album it's just to me you know I could just listen to this track I mean all the tracks on repeat but this one particularly it's just it just takes me transports me to like completely different world which is optimistic and and positive and i don't know like yeah yeah, yeah. there's an uplifting aspect uplifting. to it like even if you're sad and you're listening to this it's not like music that forces you to happy but it's like it's like when you re- yeah and going back to your your thing about thoughts as well but it's like when you remember a bad memory but you mem- remembering it through like nostalgia so you're not there's like a warmth to that memory even though it might not been a very happy yeah. memory at that time it, it's Makes it's sort sense, of right? like this, this track where it it brings mm-hmm. that warmth right makes sense this track is something like um, uh, you know it it plays the notes till the last second and just like transitioning into the next track you know like basically say the 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 Yeah. Uh, wavelength graph is like that and it's coming like that and that's where the notes are getting softer and like yeah. they're getting also like uh, mm-hmm. um, you know like segregating the sounds like it's only the piano now at the end of it and just at the last chord yeah. and yeah. then you sort of it's stripped like, back boom into this grand opening yeah. of the next song mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah very very nicely put and uh, this takes us to the next song which is called untitled and unofficially najos navelin i think it translates to the spy machine and it's also known as the nothing song so this track uh, directly starts off with like your percussion or rhythm drums Uh, so again sort of a unique way to uh, uh, start it off um but it, i think it does go through like a few different transitions right in terms music, of like yeah. the music yeah. and very sound much, very much yeah it's it's quite grand in its way and, like this, uh, yeah. with the way they've treated the instruments in this song is like that mm-hmm. um, um you know like a probably something like a hans zimmer yeah. music that's, or something you know some that's something i've that's what i've written as well that this track feels grander than like the previous <laughs> three is like exactly what i've written down <laughs> but yeah it does have that like grand like, almost like an yeah. orchestra feeling to it where you feel like it's it's a yeah. big uh, i guess collaboration um and there's like this faint uh, voice that you can hear in the beginning like again in one of the ears it's like 
It's, and it could be like just some electronic sound, but it's it's like a voice singing. And I think, again, I think it just adds to that like ambience and this sort of otherworldliness um, that this uh, song creates. And I think the grand feeling as well, like even with the guitar, with you know, the, all the sustain that they use, it makes you feel like you're in like a large hall, like surrounded by guitars. Um, the, the electric yeah. guitar part, I mean. Uh, but it's like just the Ebo and the sustain and it just gives it that feeling of like you're in a massive uh, concert hall. Have you seen the movie um, Spirit of the Spirit? I think it's called Spirit of the Stallion. I think it's like Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron. Cimarron. Like Cimarron something. Is, I, I have Cimarron seen it uh, a while back. The stallion. Stallion yeah. of the. Yeah, but. Stallion of the Simmer. It's it's the one with the yes. Brian Adams and Here uh, I am. Is it Hans Zimmer and Brian Adams? Here I am. Yeah, that's yeah. Hans Zimmer and Brian Adams. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like this this song, the opening of the song gave me like a feeling of mm-hmm. that visual of uh, the horses, like you know the the animated visuals that they've shown in the movie, with like the slow yeah. motion yeah. Um, horses and it. So also the we like the rhythm the and drums also, like, right the song carries the same vibe as the movie which is uplifting mm-hmm. right like it's yeah. it's about yeah. empowerment and mm-hmm. that's that's what uh, the song yeah. also helps achieve i think yeah and uh, like there's yeah. like a yeah there's also this like musical gap which also acts like a bridge mm-hmm. like it's music it's not an interlude really cuz yeah the, I mean, yeah, it's it's like a bridge to this. I don't think song. it's like a normal song structure anyway. <laughs> it's just they got places where it just transitions, like at the three minute mark. Um, I think it's almost like I want to say it's that glockenspiel, that bell instrument, or it could be like an electric piano sound that like kicks in and it's got a lot of echo. It almost sounds like like an organ yeah. bells or something. You know, it's it's very heavy and and. The song also transitions in in terms of like the words that are being yeah. spoken, um, and you know that background voice I was talking about. It sort of comes in a little louder at this point, but it does go through them. Like the five minute mark is all you've got the that xylophone slash bell yeah. sound um, doing like a, almost like a solo, right? It's it's like a musical solo that I think that's the interlude part you might be talking about. Maybe where you've just got that little instrument riffing. On its own. And, um, I don't know. Like it's a. I'm. I'm not sure uh, what instrument is playing at that mark, but there's that bridge, and then like you jump back to that grand music back again, yeah. and um, you know, like, yeah. Then like the guitar chords sort of follow the same theme of the music that's set yeah, up yeah. on the first track of the with the piano while while the yeah, guitar chords yeah. are doing it now. Uh, instead of the piano and yeah. you know like it's sort of yeah yeah there's, yeah, there's like overlap in that covering sense, right? uh, covering its tracks and uh, then sort mm-hmm. of the song also like uh, the ending of it like it leaves yeah. you with an impression which which also stays with you silently for the next mm-hmm. 30 seconds where the yeah, with, where yeah. the fourth track is ending is the 30 seconds the, the si- that thirty six second silence yeah. that's there at the end of the track, right? I think it's thirty seconds. Yeah. No, in, I think it's amazing. Uh, I think four and six seconds and five. Something in, like in that. Yeah. The other one, yeah. It's thirty seconds in untitled and then six seconds in untitled. <laughs> <laughs> so there's also this, um, um, you know, this rawness in untitled, in untitled, um, that basically is uh, you know that you hear the breath of the vocalist even though it's being mm-hmm. treated as an instrument but you know hearing the yeah. breath of it so clearly is what i'm saying like yeah. you know i like yeah. you can hear john c breathing and uh, or like taking a breath yeah it's like part of the music exactly, and the ambience but, it's but that, creating that yeah. production being so raw sort of adds to their uh, philosophy yeah. of of creating mm-hmm. music without words, yeah, you know something yeah, like that. Yeah, so it just it just sort of adds yeah. adds another Sounds. layer of uh, yeah philosophy to it, probably. Mm-hmm.
But yeah, I think, and this track particularly to me, there's even more so than the first couple tracks. Again, I want to use the word innocence, and I think it's because of that sort of that xylophone sounding uh, bell instrument, which gives it that lullaby feeling that, you know, it's 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 got, it's very, um, yeah, I mean, the themes in, in this album without any words, like a lot of the themes, I, to me, they feel like it's almost like about childhood yeah. memory and places you've been to as a kid, like journeys, you know, landscapes you saw yeah. as a child. And and this song again brings that out, like things you places you've been as a child, things you've True. seen. But I have no idea what the name mm. is about in the, in the not the entitled, but the unofficial name. Um, but that's true for most. I of mean, these he tracks. sings the he sings this name right, Nostan. I'm guessing, unless he's singing something else. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was hearing English in the first track, so. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I guess. So before we transition to the next track, uh, let's all have a 36 second of silence. And yes, and then we get to the fifth track of the album called Untitled and unofficially titled A La Fosse, which is the location of the band's studio. So with this track, we begin the second half of the album, which is comprised of tracks much longer, like this one is almost 10 minutes and uh, you know, a little slower, slower uh, you know, a bit more mellow, you could even say, like, you melancholic. Say, uh, the beginning um, of the song, the, how it starts, uh, isn't that mm -hmm. like a more, um, uh, like a slower pace of the tune that we were following in the first track, I think. I think there's a lot of similarities to that, where it's it's almost like there's elements of previous tracks slowed down or uh, extended over a longer yeah. period, right? Um, it, it's, yeah, I think it is uh, along similar riffs. But I think what that, to me, at least in this track, you know, this um, this part, and especially like in the beginning only, but like uh, uh, around like the two minute mark where you start getting that falsetto singing, it's very like trance-like, because, you know, there's also like that almost like slide guitar or Evo, like that playing, along with the falsetto singing like it's mirroring it yeah, um, yeah kind of and it, it's again it, it just creates like this this trance like uh vibe that i just you know it's like the tempo of the song is so slow that you don't even notice the percussion and like the drums in the background it's like they just sound like sounds even though they are actually yeah. following a rhythm but there's like such a big gap they've between like, like, like two drum sort of beats that the 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 you know the sounds out like stretching it out for a longer while yeah. than they actually yeah. should be it's, it's... for it to be a beat but like he's that yeah drum exactly so it's almost like, like that and staying and then another one and, and staying then... <laughs> you know that those the stays are very yeah. um I don't I think unique yeah. I think but uh, yeah. It's, I feel like it's, it's like I almost feel like it's harder to play drums that slow than it is to play them fast because like keeping that rhythm <laughs> in your head and it's so slow and not drifting off somewhere. It, you know, it must be a challenge True. in itself. But I think um, like the for yeah, me, but, like this, uh, this sort of this, this track which starts the second section mm -hmm. it, uh, compared to the first one, which which sort of faded in with its instruments this sort of yeah. slides into it slides into the picture with the yeah. kind of i mean all the instruments are sort of sliding themselves into the picture 
as as you yeah. you know as they yeah, yeah, keep yeah, on yeah. singing and playing the drums mm-hmm. the guitar and also the the bow thing the guitar and bow yeah yeah ebo ebo <laughs> um yeah this this track for some reason really reminds me of snowdonia like uh, but also i guess snowdonia. just like you know like the purity of like <laughs> probably <laughs> that's why but but it sort of reminds me of it's like the you know like the like the uh-huh. mountain tops and like that sort of purity you get you know like at mountains and yeah. waterfalls um it's 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 very again it's very much evokes image imagery of nature um and in sort of isolated of the, parts the of nature is, uh, i mean iceland yeah. being um, as i've seen like the marketing and well, not not been mm. there yet but um yeah. Yeah. it's a beautiful country yeah. and um i mm-hmm. think the inspiration like you, you sort of muse. see the inspiration you so you yeah, the muse mm-hmm. the muse is the country the muse is the the landscapes yeah. around you and these guys like you've seen mm-hmm. if you see their concerts in iceland like it's they've just set up stage mm-hmm. in a park and they're just playing like you know that's that's the yeah. band that's the Yeah. uh you know love for music that they have that they want to just do it somewhere and yeah the in the nature is yeah. driving the music the ambience of the place yeah you know, you know also interestingly like looking at the background behind you like the elements of the song uh, remind me of like pink floyd like especially like at the 5 minute mark and then also then again at right. like the 8 minute mark where you've got the loud organs and you've got like the slow drum rhythm like going on with that music to me like i find like a when i'm listening to those parts to me this really reminds me of some like or oh, the pink floyd type music where you have the loud sounds but you got a really slow like tempo like the drum beat that's going with those sounds um so like the ending of this of the track as well is a lot of it to me it's like it just reminds me of that type you, you of you say sound. around 8 minutes Yeah, five minute, and then around the eight minute, where where again you get the loud organs yeah, coming in. Yeah, I've written now like around eight minutes. We go into the mm-hmm. whole rock aspect of this experiment. Like I I would call this album like mm-hmm. an experiment of the band, which for me is quite successful. Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah. you know like yeah the the whole fifth track is very powerful as compared. to how mm-hmm. uplifting the previous four tracks were this is more powerful it's more yeah. like a feeling of empowerment like it gives you that yeah with with the way with the way yeah. the yeah Then it's not just it's not just positive. about positive yeah. it's about like pushing you through it kind of yeah and yeah mm-hmm. right as you know and yeah so uh, now we get to the sixth track of the album called untitled and unofficially called ebo um because this is one of the tracks where uh, george uses ebo on his uh, bass so this is another uh, long track sort of 8 to 9 minutes um and it starts off with that like percussive instrument the rhythm uh, drums and i think the drums to me like the rhythm it follows it has a lot more structure than uh, i want to say like the previous track but it it almost sounds like more tribal like there's like this the way it's it, you know it kicks um it's just got a very the, different feeling the, to it yeah, from like the other the track like the bass layer of the, this track is um like you know like that's the bass layer the beats the drums on that is um like you mm-hmm. sort of keep adding elements instruments and um you know like the song also is quite intense the song also gets quite intense yeah. by the end of the song layering it on top of the rhythm yeah yeah i yeah. mean to that i think there's like the beginning part of the song it's like there's a lot of build up right there's a lot of sustain and It, like it's the first couple of minutes they sort of yeah. build up with all the sustain and the rhythm and it sort of leads you to that 3 uh, minute 34 <laughs> second mark which is you know i think 
and it opens up and again a lot of sustain right like in the sound it sort of holds on um and and i think to your point after that part again there's build up build up build up leading yeah. you to like the 6 minute 42 second mark where again like it ramps up there's like energy yeah. pumped into the track like so, like distortion in the background again giving it that like rock feeling with sustain Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of it is how a rock song ends, because generally mm-hmm. with, you know, so with some rock songs they end, and you have the feedback and the sustain of like the guitar chord being held. But that is the track, like that is the music of the track, just like that right. electric sound with a bit of feedback and just holding on to it rather than playing a rhythm. It, like it, now that you're using the term sustain, is uh, when I can sort of understand the the rock sensation and the sustain. is sort of what carries through the build up in the song and there's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you explore a lot more of um um the you know like more falsettos and more of the of their language this created language in this song as as compared to the, the previous songs because yeah. they sort of carried like a uh, similar sounding uh, invented words <laughs> while while this has like something more yeah more drastic there's like a lot dramatic. more yeah. yeah diversity of sounds and and this is actually a little more dramatic uh, yeah mhm yeah this track um yeah i think agree like i think with that part of like the the full set of singing and also the other instruments like especially at the 6 minute 42 second mark from there on like the drum beat yeah. transitions to like a proper you know like a drum beat and it's there's more yeah. opportunity for it to open up even though it's with the like long sustained guitar sounds and ambient noises but there's more opportunity for some of the music to open up and then song. like that ending with that yeah. feedback and sound giving the rock rock band feeling yeah it's like yeah with the sustain it's almost like the note like <laughs> yeah. getting corrupted because it's yeah. like it holds on and then the distortion just starts you know taking over true. Uh, the sound true. of the note um, yeah it's very sort of interesting um and yeah and then uh from here we get to the longest track on the album coming in at 13 minutes um so this mm-hmm. track is titled untitled and unofficially titled Duadalagio. I'm not sure how you pronounce that, um, but it translates to death song. Mm. So, um, so yeah, this this track, I think it picks up uh, with sort of the ambient sounds. It almost feels like it picks up off where the previous track ended, mm-hmm. like in that same vein, mm-hmm. like the beginning of the song. Um, and i think again because the the rhythm is 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 unique as well and specifically in this track i think there's like a, and i guess it's true for some other tracks as well but th- you could say there's so much space like between the different musical notes and between the drum beats like like the track gives you that emptiness in between like you get to appreciate what you just heard because there's like a little bit of a pause until you hear something next it's not just like music yeah. after music note after note Uh, it's very spaced yeah, out yeah, in that true. 13 minute it's, right it's, um this this track is like very majorly soft in its tone and its tune of instruments and um like e- even the yeah. vocal sounds are like those or like the vocal sounds i won't say words uh like those not not yeah. too um you know aggressive like it did this mm-hmm. soft in the tune yeah. of it and the the way the falsetto just flows through it yeah. i mean the whole song the whole yeah. 13 minutes yeah. i mean this this track as well yeah and i was just going to say to that vocal part as well again this track i feel mm-hmm. like is more vocal based like there is more like uh the, i guess the singing is not just mm-hmm. one of the sort of sounds it's one of the major sounds which like the song other yeah. instruments almost wrap around more so in this song um than i think some of the other tracks like when you get to like again i, I think it's about that 6 minute 42 second mark on this song as well it wraps up and like there's a lot of like pain in that yeah. like singing 
it's like loud and there's like at the seven minute six second mark there's like this loud like horn sound in the background or like a ship or like a train and you know accompanying and the music as well like it's it accompanies the vocals in a way that it's like you know how you have harmony when like you have two people or multiple people singing but here you've got that one voice but you've got the musical harmony along it like especially around like the eight minute 50 second mark and it's it's weird because i think the musical part to me it makes it sound like sinister like there's like a scariness like it's you know it's it's even that deep, trip sound it's some that of the deep sounds but it makes it's uh, like different um you know like different uh, 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 notes to it like it goes notes higher and so i think i think they probably are doing it like on a synthesizer yeah. or something but uh, but those notes go high. Yeah, high, yeah. Uh, oh, however they're creating it. Yeah, but it just, it just to me, like all this, this music really is like uh, mm-hmm. accompanies the singing. Like the singing is there, and the music accompanies it. Like it's following it, but it's like it's like mm-hmm. a com- companion to the singing. But it's got this darker twist to it. It's like lower octave, and it's like deeper sounding. And you know, in the singing, like the way he sings this part it's there's like a longing like a sense of missing or like long longing for something or desiring right so that's why i feel this song has a bit more pain yeah it's like reaching out and as he's reaching out the music is giving that like deep accompaniment like that dark you know with with that horn sound and some of the other uh uh sounds uh as well like throughout the 13 minutes it's very it's very interesting i think you sort of flow through the 13 minutes um, and and even so, yeah. I think uh, as the instruments have sort of highlighted themselves in the songs, is mm-hmm. is how yeah. the tracks have also ended. I don't know if that's actually factually mm-hmm. true or not, but uh, for example, like this has this has it's like an interesting uh, observation, say, like majorly yeah. vocal, so it ends with that vocal sort of running out. Yeah while the third one was majorly piano and the piano was running out and um sixth one was yeah. like electric rock guitar and that also sort of corrupted out yeah like, you had that sound sort of yeah yeah that's interesting yeah because i think this track so at, at like the 10 minute 37 second mark it sort of starts to reach its climax like the rhythm sort mm-hmm. of evolves of the drums and like it, again it's not something you hear uh, generally but it's it's a very unique rhythm. And I think what to the point, like with the singing, right right towards the end as well, there's like, along with the singing, there's like <laughs> this ominous presence yeah, yeah. of the music, which is like, you know, it's like a just dark presence, the way that True. the music comes to me in this song. It's just, again, it sounds very unique. It's not like an uplifting song. It's not, it's not even, I feel like that powerful uh, feeling yeah. that you get from some of the previous tracks mm-hmm. in the second part of the album but it's yeah. it's it's different it's uh yeah th- there's it's it's not disturbing either but it's yeah it's got a strange vibe about that's why, it it's that's difficult why to these, put a finger specifically on specifically the 6th 7th or 8th tracks wake me up yeah cuz ah, interesting I'm, yeah yeah i'm not there, in it's, that it's very, you know, i'm not comfortable yeah. um, I, I i like the music i uh, yeah. like how it's mm-hmm. being done but yeah it, if you if you're sort of yeah i mean if you're listening to it passing by you're gonna enjoy it but if you're listening to it concentrating maybe meditating you know like, it's it less of yeah it's it's less of white music yeah i think it's the first white four music. songs it's in the sense of like it's not passive and the next yeah. four songs are more in towards yeah like inclined towards the rock side of the band yeah. yeah, yeah, there's elements of that sort of thing, right? The instruments yeah. as well being louder and less in harmony sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, and then we get to the last track, also titled, surprise, surprise, untitled, and unofficially titled Pop Plagio, which translates to pop song. Oh. 
So uh, this track, now again, I want to point out, I made the notes before knowing necessarily what the, uh, what the unofficial names of the tracks translate to. But like one of the things I noticed in this track, like straight off from that introductory guitar riff, um, this song sounds much more like a traditional <laughs> pop rock song compared to the rest of the album. Like the structure and, you know, like whatever he's singing, like if you replace it with actual English words or any language, but like words with meaning, it, it would sound oh. more like a traditional, you know, rock song, like the rhythm. Yeah, the drums, the guitaring, it's not just all long sustains and notes being held. Right, it, it is much yeah, more traditional true, sounding true. in that way. And and I love the guitaring in the beginning. Right. Like that, that, uh, it's, that's so good. That riff. It's it's yeah. like you're listening to like a rock song, which is going to be like, you know, it's like the in beginning of one of those it's rock songs. It's a good, good um, but Pop like rock. This song is like a good but It's one of those, um, I mean, we've, we've done it actually. Uh, one of the, you know, uh, driving through Scotland or Wales or something and, and listen, listening to this and, yes. yeah. uh, you know, it's got mm -hmm. a lot of, by the end, I mean, it, it gets so much power with the drums and sing them hard. Like, yeah. uh, it's crazy the, the way the song sort of. Yeah. And yeah, this is like a very, mm -hmm. very, you know, a very standard rock song, how it sort of transitions itself. Yeah, in, in a strange way, right? It's, I mean, it's got, it's, I think it's definitely more uplifting. Uh, and it's from the like pre previous three and i think it's it's definitely faster mm -hmm. paced like the tempo right and it does build up as well um but it's got a more standard like a rock pop song sort of tempo and you've got a lot of build up like the build especially at like the nine minute 28 second mark i think it, the build up like leads yeah. to this musical interlude where you have like that fast paced drumming you've got the fast paced guitaring and it's almost like a trance like part of the song where you're just like head banging and just listening yeah. and enjoying it's the music so much power, right like, so much energy over there like in it in the end of the song and uh, yeah it's like in a know. music festival and you're jumping around and you've got all the instruments and everything just getting to a climax if number six or number seven uh like um don't wake you up number eight will <laughs> mm, that is very true this song is, you want to start your morning to this song because yeah. it's just, yeah, yeah, true. it just uplifts you. It brings you to your high point. And yeah, right. and also musically very, uh, you know, uh, very, I don't know. It's it, like the, the vocals again are so, they're like sort of screeching through. They're, uh, they're all falsettos again. But yeah. um, you know they're yeah. going so high in their notes and like reaching that top point and yeah, like a rock song. Like a rock song. But yeah. Again, it's a falsetto, <laughs> so it's you know like that's the combination. Yeah. That's that's the yeah, combination. Yeah, it's not normal yeah. singing. It is different. Yeah. But, yeah, the... yeah. It's a very interesting experiment. This is like how Sigur Ross would do a pop rock song. <laughs> it's like hardcore. Right. Like as we it's very experimental in, song, in that it, nature. It's the more yeah. hardcore rock it gets. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah 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 definitely yeah. agree all the way to that climax definitely. at that nine and a half minute mark um, and I think then again right towards the end as the song ends you've got that vinyl static uh, sound distortion closing the bracket it, like clicking uh, indicating the end of the album yeah closing the bracket I mean I it's like opening that. the bracket closing the bracket so that's how um, it but yeah click open yeah. click open yeah, yeah. Yeah, interestingly, like, because all the titles have, like, nicknames, all the titles have brackets in them, right? Like, if you go on Apple Music or whatever, because it's the name of the title, bracket, right, and then bracket close. Um, but, yeah, I guess, you know, summing this album up now, I guess, all the tracks, um, I, the one thing I could say is that, you know, if, if the purpose of art or the purpose of music is to, like, transport you into another world, then like that is exactly what Sigur Ross do with their music. It might not be your traditional, you know, the song structures or words or singing or anything. Um, but what it does, it's art because it's hard to put your finger on it, but it does 
transcend and it does transport you somewhere else like when you're listening to this music you're not sitting where you're sitting uh, i think we we had this discussion right um when we went on Mm -hmm. i I remember the date 9th july is when we went for the hyde park cigaros concert and uh and oh um, yeah 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 what what we discussed was that uh like the performance was so good and the the tickets were free and and like that's how yeah, we yeah. discussed like you know this is how bands and performances should be and even sigros music is free to use i mean like you can like sign uh, you have to fill up yeah. a few little form and send mm-hmm. it to them and they'll communicate with you mm-hmm. and but yeah. it's yeah but it's free to use you depending to on fees. your project but um mm-hmm. you know that's that's yeah. actually how untitled 4 as you mentioned the nothing it's called the nothing song because it's the shikane song which is the nothing song yeah. which he inspired from untitled 4 ah yeah so that's that's why it's called nothing song ah, yeah and it's I the same tune yeah, yeah, yeah. same same thing it put well. the shikane mix yeah. of it yeah and um, yeah yeah like yeah, popular popular yeah so nothing song is yeah. exactly that it's yeah. the hopi pola of yeah uh, Yeah. And I think that it's very interesting. It's like open source music in a sense of like being able to take or have music in this way where people can take it and change it without having to necessarily you go like, through so much paperwork, uh, yeah. You know, get a mechanical license and all those crazy things that you need to get generally. Um but yeah, it's very much I think the musical statement and everything is just so different from what you get from traditional music. Um their whole approach and uh the sound right it's and i guess the naming convention in this case it's all just it's not you know it's yeah it's very different very unique but i think it all adds to this sort of ambience and this yeah. environment that they create it, yeah. it's all part of the art like it's not just a song the title the album <laughs> the booklet you get when you order the album it's all part of that it art. is it is and it's all uh, i mean right. now that we've put like i have been able to put this into words um so the first four songs are like as you mentioned or like the right way to put it would be uplifting and the next four tracks yeah. are empowering so like you know and as you mentioning yeah. that you were hearing english which was like you sigh alone and stuff and, Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how that's what yeah, that yeah. for me also that I thought that he's singing that but he's not <laughs> but, yeah yeah um the, like <laughs> yeah. it's um that feeling is there in the songs that you know if you don't have to be sad mm-hmm. don't be alone be strong be and then yeah. it sort of is yeah. pushing you to you know uh mm-hmm. just true yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no it's and i guess another word you could use some of it is it is in a sense inspiring like you you feel there's you know like the certain types of music you listen to or certain things you can watch or look at and it sort of inspires you to be creative or or try and do something and make something and i think a lot of these tracks in this album they sort of have that ins- inspirational feeling yeah. to it right um without necessarily having a message in the sense of like lyrics or someone like telling you in a song you should be doing something um it's it's all just the music and the ambience and the feeling uh that's been conveyed um but yeah uh i guess you know that sort of wraps it up the closing bracket on the brackets <laughs> and yeah we will see you guys next time with something very interesting yeah. see you guys